Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Plex Podcast. We do this show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can join the chat at discord.me slash echoplex and you can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. Also, just check out everything on our website, echoplexmedia.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast version of the Plex. Uh, if you've been listening live for the last hour, you don't have to do anything. Um, the show is live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can join the chat at discord.me slash echoplex. You can support the show at patreon.com slash echoplex. And you can share the stream at eplex.xyz or echoplexmedia.com slash live. I'm producer Dave. I run this show. And I'm sorry. You on the yellow mic. I am HK Perrin. You can find me online at HK Perrin on Twitter or at H on Facebook. Uh, this is The Good Wife. I hunt unpunched Nazis. You can find me at Eplex Good Wife on Twitter. I happen to be the better half of this man on my left. I am mud, and this is what the people want. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops Oh, don't hate the cops Oh, when 
the raiders come Who will protect the shops? Donate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops song our first theme song theme song 1.0 that's don't hate the cops and we got to get right into it um here we go the saga continues with the flintstones house in hillsborough california along 280 you know if the on the street couldn't see your backyard and you is, is under 10,000 square feet you do need permit that's what i started it. what is really happening here is it really about a dinosaur that they want a tree in front of to cover up the dinosaur is it really about Dino, Fred, Wilma, or Betty? Or is it really about treating Mrs. Fang differently because she has a dream and because she's Chinese and because this is Hillsborough? This house is not a public nuisance. It's not an eyesore. I make the, I make the house life again. I make Fleetstown life again. I make America's good memory life again. Oh, she almost said it. <laughs> oh, no. Very close. So close. Very close. So close. I do agree with her that like when the house was just all painted white and shit, like it still was cool. You noticed it as you went by, but now that it's all Flintstoned out, like those little things look exactly like the houses on the Flintstones. Like what the fuck else were you going to do with that? You know about this, HK? I've only heard of it in like headlines. Well, what's actually going on in this? Well, you can refer back to the last couple of weeks of the show, but I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Person buys house, person paints house to look like Flintstones, puts dinosaurs and shit in their yard, looks dope, neighbors complain, Karen is pissed. <laughs> town of Hillsborough sues so pissed. Town of Hillsborough sues property owner. Uh property owner sues back. And that's where we are today. And that was the that was the lawyer and I think and the, the defendant, right? Both speaking. Correct, yes. The um the, the lawyer was the more um the more eloquent one. The the more the lawyer was the one that was obviously a lawyer. Correct. Correct. She was lawyering. They cannot tell her, get rid of the dinosaur, get rid of the mushrooms, get rid of your dreams. <laughs> and the city just comes in and bombards on her um, uh, where they had no right to even trespass. They have no right to tell her what she calls art and what is art. You worry too much. Why shouldn't our architecture 
and our living environments be fun. You know, these city officials are trying to make us into cookie cutters, and we're not that. And your support really make me brave enough to face the pressure that constantly they impose on me. Yeah, but that too. Okay, so oh, I'm. No, this is so no, cute. No. <laughs> yeah, but that but too. No. No. Oh, come on. They are baby. trolling the. <laughs> baby, come on, They're, grow a heart. No. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> nope. I'm with them. I I think that, I think that, maybe maybe she might have wanted to say make America great again. But I feel like I I feel like we can cross the political divide here, even if these are Republicans and support their right to have a Flintstone house that they throw a party at every couple months and to have ugly ass dinosaur statues in their yard if they so choose. I don't think those statues are ugly. I I saw it. I mean, I think it looks dope. I I personally find it tacky and offensive, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I completely respect and honor this woman's right to decorate her yard as she sees fit. I don't know what kind of rules they got in Hillsborough, but San Jose definitely, even Campbell definitely got no rules about what you can put in your front yard that's not like a structure of some sort. If it's a fucking statue, pretty sure you can do just about whatever you want as long as it's not 50 feet tall. See, I think the, the problem is that they didn't go with the Jetsons because if they did the house would be so high up no one could see it <laughs> in the clouds <laughs> yeah but dabba do you just changed the fucking weather yeah uh, no this this is exactly what the attorney says it is it's Tony White Hillsborough attacking a foreign national who's trying to bring a little fun to their their neighborhood by uh, encroaching on their sensibilities and their their sense of good taste and aesthetics I especially if like she uses the house to entertain and throw parties yeah, of course you turned it into the Flintstones. <laughs> I I don't know. I think it was kind of well done. Like the yard looks dope. Like there's some drone footage. We I made a meme with a picture, uh, like an aerial picture. I saw. It. Like I said, no no, I no comment on taste. Taste is a completely subjective thing. So some people are going to dig it. Some people don't. But it's not really about that. It's about her right to put the shit up in her yard if she wants to. It's you know it's her property. I'm I all for it. I want to live next to it. I want to get invited to a party there. Yeah. Right. We, uh, We've been if, talking about it. We should we should contact this attorney. Maybe she's got the the inside line. Like, how do we get invited to a party? We got to contact the attorney. I bet you the attorney can get us invited. We can might we might be able to do a live broadcast from the Flintstone House. That would be so completely on brand. I bet you can totally smoke weed inside the Flintstone House. Oh yeah, it would be it would be the most <laughs> down ballot thing ever. Actually, so we, we might have to do that. We, we could do one of each. We could do one of each. Uh, good wife. What do you have to say about all this? I think they're trolling us. Oh, who? The the, the, the Chinese city lady. Or the, or the lady. <laughs> she's all the Chinese. The, the Chinese lady. <laughs> the property owner. Yeah. She, she's trolling the world. She's trolling the world. She's trying to get sued by the city of Hillsborough or the town of Hillsborough. I'm she sorry. She is a troll. We respect game recognized game. I mean, I will say this: like the 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 town of Hillsborough's attorney, who we've heard on previous incarnations of this uh, never-ending saga. Um, is far outclassed by this woman's attorney. <laughs> She's got the talking points. He is just, she sounds like a bureaucrat, basically. Well, oh, the neighbors complain, so we're suing her. All right, so we're going to move along. We got the clip of, uh, this is basically the Giants, the San Francisco Giants set off fireworks <laughs> at 1 a.m. Yeah. Now, I want to I warn everybody, I, I, because I have a visual readout here, what we're going to have is, what appears to be the right channel for a little while. So you're gonna, if you're wearing headphones or whatever, it's you're gonna only gonna funky. get the right channel. And then I believe the left channel for another little while. It's a mixture of a cell phone video and a live feed from a oh, news channel. Oh, we like cell phone so. videos here. The Giants are apologizing to their neighbors after a fireworks show woke up many people who live near San Francisco's <laughs> Oracle Park. You're looking at video the Giants tweeted at 1-11 Saturday morning. Friday's game against the Colorado Rockies lasted 18 innings. It ended just before 1 in the morning. It also happened to be a fireworks night promotion at Oracle. And the pyrotechnic show went on even though the Rockets rose hours after many people's bedtimes. The team issued a statement Saturday saying it's talking about revising its fireworks policy just in case another game lasts longer than expected. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe. Oops. <laughs> no, Oops. fuck this. Hey, they built all these really nice condos next to the Giants stadium. Maybe we should get one. Yes, let's spend $600,000 on a 300 square foot condo. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. $1.5 million on a standard condo. Right. right. So it's like the people that move across the street from the fucking music venue and then bitch to high heaven about the music venue, even though when they first moved there, it'd be like, oh, it'd be so cool to live fucking by fucking Ruby Sky or whatever. We can go there. And then a few years later, they're bitching about Ruby Sky. I mean, okay, first of all, I, I don't like anybody in this. No, there are no, no heroes winners. here. There, there, nobody in this is a hero. The Giants, by the way, they should have set off. They should. The only way that there would have been a hero is if the Giants' the statement would have been like, "The last time we checked, San Francisco is a massive city, and the, and the people that complained live very near the stadium that they knew was there when they moved in." In fact, their homes wouldn't be there without the stadium being right. there first. If the, if the Giants just would have said, "Hey." You live next to the stadium. We set off fireworks at the end of some of the games. This is one of those games that happened to be one in the morning. It was a Friday night. Maybe live a little because you live in the best city in the world. Like that kind of statement, I would be like, we have a winner. Right. We Somebody that works at the Giants went hard and we have a winner. But no, they were like, well, we're really sorry and we're going to have to update our fucking policy. No cheering after 11, everybody. Well, I... I I do see both sides of this. I do think it's kind of ridiculous that at one in the morning after an 18 inning game, anyone thinks that anyone wants to see fireworks that being, and it's freaking, it is freaking loud, but, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. You move across the street from a dump and you complain about, about the, the odor. Smell. You'd move across the street from a school and you complain about, I don't know, kids screaming. You or you move or parents driving. Uh, you move across the street from a ballpark and you complain about people cheering and loud noises and fireworks like, hello. 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 Actually. That's Mitt Romney. Hello. 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 So, yeah, no, I completely, I 100% agree with you there. Um, but I do think that it's it's kind of odd that. Uh, oh, maybe they shouldn't have set off the fireworks yeah. at one in the morning, but maybe yeah. the people that live fucking across the street from the fucking stadium shouldn't have been fucking surprised oh. when they set off fireworks at one in the morning. It's a fucking sports stadium there. Oh, absolutely. Jesus Christ. Well, and, and they, is this Becky or Karen? This is Becky, right? Yeah, and it's not as though that the Giants, you know, the Giants, like any professional sports franchise, have a PR department that reaches out to the neighbors and tells them about the special events and promos they have throughout the year and sends out the calendar like, hey, these are fireworks nights. Hey, these are fireworks nights. Hey, these are fucking a lot of drunk Irish people are going to be walking around drunk nights because it's Irish Appreciation Night. You know, like they they are well aware of what's going Irish on. Irish Appreciation Night. So I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any. I just want to. I just want to issue. Complain. I just want to issue like a specific correction, not a retraction. What I'm telling you is that Irish Appreciation Night means that any white dude that's a douchebag is going to say they're Irish and go to Irish Appreciation Night. Yeah, absolutely. Let me punch you. I'm Irish. <laughs> well, I mean, if we could get them in the same place with the Proud Boys, everything would work itself out. Absolutely. Let's get on it. I know. And well, maybe the Proud Boys sort of disbanded. That's our mm. fault. We were making too much fun of them. Okay, we got to move on. Uh, we're we're going to skip this fucking story about VTA. We may get into this on um, on down ballot, but uh, it'll gonna... be in, it might be in the 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 after party on down ballot. Okay, so we're going to move into uh, the Candace Owens territory. So, yes. in case anybody wasn't paying attention to the news this week, the House was the House of Representatives, if I'm not mistaken, had a um they had like a panel on. Is a panel a good word for it? A hearing. They had a hearing. It's, it's essentially a panel, right? There was no... A panel be- appearing before a hearing. Right, right. Okay, so they had a hearing on white supremacy, and the, the some Republican or whatever decided to invite Candace Owens. Now, I wasn't sure whether Candace Owens was going to be speaking for or against white supremacy at, the, uh, at this hearing that they had, and um, it turns out that Ted Lieu might not have known if she was there speaking for or against white supremacy either, and... Uh, He's going to use her own words against her. This is a story we covered maybe the first, maybe the first show of the year uh, on this show. In congressional hearings, the minority party gets to select its own witnesses. And of all the people that Republicans could have selected, they picked Candace Owens. I don't know Miss Owens. I'm not going to characterize her. I'm going to let her own words do the talking. So I'm going to play for you the first 30 seconds of a statement she made about Adolf Hitler. I agree. I I actually don't have any problems at all with the word nationalism. I think that it gets, uh, the definition gets poisoned um, by elitists that actually want globalism. Globalism is what what I don't want. So when you think about whenever we say nationalism, the first thing people think about, in at least in America, is Hitler. You know, he was a national socialist. But if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem is, is that he wanted, he had 
dreams outside of Germany. He wanted to globalize. He wanted everybody to be German, everybody to be speaking German. All right, so my uh, first question is to Ms. Hershenoff. Ms. Owen said, quote, if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem is that he wanted, he had dreams outside of Germany. So when people try to legitimize Adolf Hitler, does that feed into white nationalist ideology? It does, Mr. Liu. I know that uh, Ms. Owens distanced herself from those comments later, but we expressed great concern over the original comments. Great. Thank you. Uh, he just did that for Twitter, right? Like 100%. He did that so that he would be on Twitter. He did that to be on this show. He did that because he listens to our show. Ted Liu? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ted Liu does it all for the gram. Everything. But like he listens but to our show. It's legit though. I mean he he does it for the gram but with a good heart, right? He's no he's like he listens to work. our show. He does. He's he, like, those guys are gonna love this. He's yeah. like, I wish he's like they wouldn't they wouldn't give me a line. He's like, I have to apologize to Echoplex Media. No one here was gonna give me a line in. Yeah. I have to apologize. I have to put my phone up to the mic. I know that this doesn't really sound very good. Yeah. But they knew that he knew that you were gonna be like it would be cleaned. Ted Lou is like if one of us got elected to Congress, basically. That's like literally what, what that's is. what we would do. We would just keep playing clips. In fact, that's what we should just do. That that's what we should do. We should just play clips back to people of their own. Yeah, we should invite them in for interviews, quote unquote interviews, and then play their words right back to them as they negate and bob and weave. Hypocritize themselves and bob and weave. Hypocritize. I hypocritize you. Hmm. How's how's things going? So okay. check this out. So the the hey, do everybody said that after that, like the not everybody actually mm. guy three thousand on Twitter after that was like play the whole <laughs> clip. You you took it out of context, and I was like, okay, hey, you know, here's a uh, the longest version of this I could find uh, from Turning Points USA's own website. I'm like, can you give me the timestamp that changes the context of what she's saying? And then that person blocked me. Ah. on Twitter because they learned this shit from fucking Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson and all them and anytime you criticize what they say just say that it's out of context and the people that are inclined to agree with you will be like yeah that was out of context and then stop uh, taking him out of context I don't like when you take people like, out of context like uh, for the record she was 100% in context and she said just a whole bunch of other fucking racist and assholey things during that fucking think talk she gave at Turning Points well, UK if he had let the clip on a little longer it, uh, I think some people would have gotten themselves offended in <laughs> fact so I'm, I'm you know, kind of glad for sensibility's sake and all the children that he didn't go on with that but well, here here's a little what clip of here's it, yep. a little clip from the same hearing, and mm. uh, she's not very pleased at all that she's oh. receiving criticism. Oh. Tired of hearing the left refer to people as despicable, as deplorable. We are Americans, and we are patriots, and even if we disagree with you, name calling should not be something that is done, especially in, in in these chambers. No, never. Did anybody name call her in those chambers? I certainly hope so. Candace I think you're taking that out of context. <laughs> um, I think that she was certainly referred to <clears throat> there were comments made on her character absolutely I think even playing the clip of her saying that was a comment on her character right and saying that she was spreading white nationalism she thinks that's a comment on her character not a um, it's a fact and not a statement of what the rhetoric she's <clears throat> these people place a lot of value on intent they want to believe that if they don't mean X Y and Z then what they said doesn't matter. And I think like she has like millions of followers, right? So how what she says impacts the world is what matters. It doesn't matter if she's just going to come and tell you, well, I didn't really mean anything by it. And it's like, well, that's not really the point. You have followers and you need to consider that before you run your mouth. But the thing is, she, already, she has considered that. She considers that that's exactly why she's running her mouth is right. to get her millions of followers frothy and frothed up and ready to roll. And yeah, no, it's, well, it's at exactly least you have the to, point. At least that's a fair thing to assume after watching this lady for a while. Right? Absolutely. She's a she's a complete opportunist and reactionary and, and uh, just a, a disgusting human being. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, here's a clip of her. Just, here's a clip of her just saying some other stuff. Black conservatives may have the audacity to think for themselves and become educated about our history and the myth of things um, like the Southern switch and the Southern strategy, which never happened. Wait, what? 
Wow. Okay, so the Southern switch she's talking about, first of all, is when all the Dixiecrats went to the Republican Party uh, during because of the Civil Rights Act. And the Southern strategy is basically the Republican Party's strategy ever since. Yeah, to inflame and to uh, uh, nurture those vibes and to nurture that, that divide, for sure. And she just like straight up in front of Congress said that none of those things ever happened. Like, whatever. Like, could you imagine the balls that it takes to go before Congress and just say something that's like fucking so like demonstrably false? I I don't understand how any of these fucking fucktards can go on national TV or in front of, uh, you know, cameras and say something that forget false fuck that they themselves contradicted you know what two days ago or a month ago or a year ago millions of times right like oh i didn't know anything about that oh i knew everything about that it's <laughs> it boggles my mind that they're not going to get called on it but at the same time it doesn't because that's really where we're at i, I i've never had a whole lot of faith in people you as, know they, as, as a mass you know they and we're they're they're just following through on that lack of faith so it appeared they had an expert on white supremacy that was there in the the first clip where ted lu asked uh you know do these kinds of these kinds of like apologizing for hitler or trying to legitimize hitler in some ways does this feed into white supremacy there's a person on the other end that said yes and that it was troubling i wish that person would have been salty and just started like talking shit to candace owens during the hearing being like nope none of that's true like that would have been fantastic well, that's another thing that's sorely lacking is just the follow-up from the press and from Congress and our representatives. It's just the, the follow-up. The next question. Why are, why are you not asking the next question? Why are you not calling? They just said something that is demonstrably false and ridiculous and, if anything, inane. At the worst, it's inane. At the, or sorry, at the best, it's inane. At the worst, it's racist and xenophobic and awful. And you're not even bothering to call them on it just to say, look, I'm sorry. That's fucking not true. Well, factually. Right. I would just, uh, factually. or you can say, uh, can you repeat yourself? I, cause I think, I thought I heard you say something. Right. <laughs> like, I, I you, thought I heard you say something that's not fucking true. <laughs> or I, you could even say, if I'm, I thought I heard you say something stupid, could you say that again? Right. You have an opportunity to, to correct yourself <laughs> and to correct the record. You know, but no one's doing that. No one's taking the time. We got, we, it's too busy. We have to go to the Doritos commercial. I'm sorry. It's too, you know, we don't have, we don't have enough time to do the follow-up question. Well, maybe, maybe it's more calculated than that. And maybe they know that if they just let this person say stuff that other people will do that sort of debunking of her for them. So they don't have to spend the whole time in the hearing debunking. They're like relying on the plex. I told you Ted Lou listens to us. He better. He absolutely better. Although, Ted, if you are listening, next time you pull these clips up, give us the shout out, bro. We need the hits as much as you do. Okay, so speaking of uh, Congress people doing a bad job. Mm. Well, this is the opposite of that. All I'm going to say is Auntie. that this is Maxine Waters. This clip's a little bit long, but trust me, it's I, I couldn't cut this. This is Maxine Waters teaching Steve Mnuchin of the Trump administration the art of the deal. Mr. Secretary, I want you to know that no other secretary has ever told us the day before that they were going to limit their time in the way that you're doing. So if you want to use them as examples, you have acted differently than they have acted. And as I, as I have said, if you wish to leave, you may. If you'd wish to keep me here so that I don't have my important meeting and continue to grill me, then we can do that. I will cancel my meeting and I will not be back here. I will be very clear if that's the way you'd like to have this relationship. Thank you. The gentleman, the secretary has agreed to stay to hear all of the rest of the members. Okay, Please so just cancel your meeting and respect our time. I, I am Who is next on the list? My foreign meeting. You're, you're instructing me to stay here and I should cancel. No, you just meeting. made me an offer. No, I didn't make you an you offer. You made me let's an be. offer that I accepted. I, I did not make well, you an uh, offer. Just let's be clear. Well, you're you, instructing me. You are ordering me to stay here. No, you I'm not either. ordering you. I'm responding. Okay. I said you may leave anytime you want. And you said, okay, if that's what you want to do, I'll cancel my appointment and I'll stay here. So I'm responding to your request. If that's what you that's want to do. That's not what I want to do. I told you. What would you of, like to do? What I've told you is I thought it was respectful that you'd let me leave at 515. You are free to leave anytime you want. Time. You may okay, go. Well then, uh, anytime please, you want. Please. 
Please dismiss everybody. I believe you're supposed to take the gravel and, and bang it. That's Please do not instruct me as to how I am to conduct this committee. Please, gentle lady, the time belongs to the chair. Yes! Yes, queen! Queen! Auntie Maxine. Auntie Maxine! Bring in the like pain. That, like, that was so good, because he said, oh, well, if that's what you want, this is what's going to happen. She's like, cool. She's like, I accept your terms. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad you're. St- I'm glad you're sticking around past your. Where, where was she? Bedtime. Where was she to fucking talk to Candace Owens? Like, right, like, oh, well, you. This is what you said. I accept your terms. And I love his response. Like, wait, 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 wait. What? You weren't supposed to do that. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let me. That, that let was me not an offer. Was that, that was not an o- offer. <laughs> I, I was not offering anything. Listen, 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 Ms. Waters. For some reason, I thought you were stupid, and that I could like play this game with you in it i don't know why i might have thought you were stupid but uh you know uh because i'm stupid that's not what i meant yeah these people are so fucking incompetent it's it's beautiful sometimes it's beautiful sometimes it's disgusting sometimes it's frightening and this time it was comical because it's comical because you tried to like wah well if that's what you want wah wah and she's like okay yeah I believe you're supposed to take your gravel and bang it. Yeah, well, like Auntie Maxine has been around the campfire a number of times, so she's 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 experienced. She knows what she's doing, and this <laughs> this douchebag doesn't know his way around a congressional hearing to save his life. Because, thankfully for well, I mean, he should thank his lucky stars. The situation and his team haven't gotten themselves called in congressional hearings for two freaking years because they had their own sycophants in charge of everything now that the democrats are in charge they're actually having to answer for their ridiculousness it's i'm amazed that even pruitt and these other folks have been called out and have been have had have gone down but it just shows goes to show how far some of these people have stepped beyond the bounds of what's legal and normal not normal just what's good and ethical and common sense i think this kind of stuff um is good in like a broader way too because the idea on the right is that the left is triggered and the left is you know emotional and all this and this was a case where that dude got triggered got emotional was like well wow what do you want me to do wow okay i'll do this wow and she's like okay because she was calm (laughs) cool and collected and this guy got all fucking pissed off and got emotional and said something he shouldn't have on the record because he was then on the record even though he was obviously not happy with it he was on the record saying well i'll do this then it's like okay pretty much she was like yeah i'm willing to accept those terms if i you're like i will do that and i will not be happy about it and we won't have a good relationship oh no no and i'll never come back maybe she killed two birds with one stone there she's like oh we get to ask you all of our questions and your crazy ass is never coming back into my fucking committee this is great you're gonna be here for a while it's, yeah, <laughs> it's the fundamentals of negotiation, right? Any attorney or a reporter will tell you: just keep letting the person talk, talk themselves into a corner. Just keep talking, keep talking, bro. That's cool. Oh, that's oh, that's nice. That's awesome. Okay. And uh, now that since we're on the topic of congressional hearings, there was a congressional. Mm. There was a hearing, some kind of. I don't know if it was in the Senate or the House. I didn't pay that much attention to it. It was in the House. It was in the House, and it was about climate change. Yes. And they and had it John was glorious. They had John Kerry. <laughs> It was glorious and it was so awesome. And like John Kerry, this, this, yes, yeah, this is the one. The John Kerry is not really a guy you sort of associate with. Me having a hard time to telling you what's happening because I'm laughing because I know what's going to happen on the clip. But this guy's not. This this guy's this. He's he's not. He seems like he has somewhere else to be, like the other guy. But he has the upper hand in this one. Secretary Kerry, I want to read part of your statement back to you. Instead of convening a kangaroo court. The president might want to talk with the educated adults he once trusted to fill his top national security positions. It sounds like you're questioning the credentials of the president's advisors currently, but I don't think we should question your credentials today. Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get a Bachelor of Arts in a science degree? Well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. I want to ask you. Are you serious? I mean, this is really a serious happening here. You know what? 
bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. I want to ask you. Are you serious? I mean, this I, is really a serious me, happening here. You know what? It is, it is serious. You're calling the president's cabinet a kangaroo court. Is that serious? I'm not calling his cabinet a kangaroo court. I'm calling this committee that he's putting together a kangaroo committee. What, are you saying that he doesn't have educated adults there now? I don't know who it has yet because it's secret. Well, you said it in your testimony. Why would he have to have a secret saying? analysis of climate change? That was not like when I saw the thing that was like <sighs> John Kerry like kind of sticks it to somebody I'm like no, I'm not buying this oh, and no, then he was like hold on this is great uh, it's, it's all about this are right you serious here. I want to ask you are you serious? I mean, this is really <laughs> me, serious, serious. Is it he really? Are you serious? Okay. I mean, this I, is so, really, like, really? serious me, happening here. This is a real. This is really a serious happening here. He has no idea. Like, he literally has no idea. See, he's the opposite of Ted Lou. He does not listen to our show. He needs to listen to our show. He would have been really prepared for this. He'd have been like, okay, check this out. I You're a some, fucking idiot. I know some people who know some people who know John Kerry's staff. I'll get the word out. We'll get the like, link to it. No, that's what I'm, what I'm saying is th this is the opposite of Ted Lieu, mm. who just plays shit back. He, if he was smart, he would have been prepared for the moronic categorical error if that was, was going to happen. What if he was smart enough to have been recording the thing and then been like, hold on, let me play back what you just said. Uh, see <laughs> now there's this huge conspiracy like don't even get me right like this this guy who questioned him apparently tweeted about how um about how he he had done all sorts of um confusing things how he said no but the mic wasn't on and so now it's like this huge conspiracy it's glorious oh the red light it is beautiful we're still, no we're we're no. like half an hour from red light We've got plenty of we've got plenty of regular docket left, but yeah, this is just glorious. It's it's just a my favorite was watching Hunter because I mean sorry HK. <laughs> oh, I was watching HK. <laughs> I was just in just as much shock as he was. Like, is this really okay? This person is an elected official, right? Yes. 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 Who called political science science pseudoscience? Hold on, we can we can do this again, Secretary Kerry. I want to read part of your statement back to you. Instead of convening a kangaroo court, the president might want to talk with the educated adults he once trusted to fill his top national security positions. It sounds like you're questioning the credentials of the president's advisors currently, but I don't think we should question your credentials today. Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get a Bachelor regret. of Arts in a science? Well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. I want to ask you. Are you serious? I mean, this I, is really serious happening here. You know what? It is, it is serious. You're calling the president's cabinet a kangaroo. Not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. Who is this? I want to ask you. Are you serious? I mean, this is really serious happening here. You know what? It is, it is serious. You're calling the president's cabinet a kangaroo court. Is that serious? I'm not calling his cabinet a kangaroo court. I'm calling this committee that he's putting together a kangaroo committee. What, are yes. you saying that he doesn't have educated adults there now? I don't know who it has yet because it's secret. Well, you said it in your testimony. Why would he have to have a secret saying? analysis of climate change? My goodness. <sighs> Common sense. No, who is who is this congressperson that's Fuck, you know what? Doesn't don't, matter. Doesn't don't say his name. Doesn't matter. It don't, doesn't matter. Don't say his name. It doesn't matter. Don't don't let his name don't ring answer. out. Don't let his name ring out. No, but yes. he, nope. no. Nope. Well, Do you want to matter. sleep on the couch? Shame. No, hold on, hold on. It doesn't it doesn't matter because Shame. hold on. It doesn't matter because we don't have that information right now and the show's live. So Shame. Shame. Is it Bakari Sellers? Anyway. Yeah, that was that's oh man, this is awful. That's not shame. That's the best clip. That's fucking probably better than any of the shit we have for red light this week. What are you talking about? Shame. That guy should fucking ask John. At the Kerry. end of the day, John Kerry has not realized the whole world has gone red light. 
Yeah, he needs a little dose of the show, man. He would be ready for this. He'd have been like, I knew you were going to say that because you're stupid. What's your next question? I think the people who should really be ashamed, though, are the people who voted for that asshole. Somebody put down on a ballot, yeah, that guy is the guy I want representing me. That's why a whole I lot sh- of people That's why I want to shame them. Yeah, I'm not talking about like, oh my God, I'm so It's not our job. Our that. job is to report the, li- well, the the red light. Well, and the other thing is like, we gotta, we just don't do fucking research real time on the show. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just bad show. I wasn't asking no, anyone But on the, the Discord channel might know. The Discord, exactly. They might know. But anyway, I just, I, I just, when I heard this, are I was, you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you this, serious? Is this a serious happening? Is this a serious, serious happening? Serious happening? <laughs> like that's. I mean, I know the guy like is like somewhat willing to say stuff, but I have a bachelor of fine arts. Like it's not in science, though. Well, neither is his degree. It's political science. Political science is a social it science. Is a, it is. A I don't have a degree, degree, and I'm smarter than that jackass. Yes. And John Kerry also has an advanced degree in, like, you know, life. You might also be smarter than John Kerry, but that doesn't mean make John Kerry stupid, and it doesn't make a political science degree a pseudoscience degree. Yeah. They, they, there's, like, a degrees... I don't think they call it this anymore, but for, there was some sort of um, behavioral economic sciences. Like, there's all this stuff where they use this term because they use the methodology of science on a, a study of society. So you're not... It's the... Yeah, they use the methodology of science, but it can't be a hard science because society is always changing and it's like you're using a lot of self-reporting and whatever. So you can't you can't call it a science because you're not studying a rock. And this it's rock It's like saying social sciences aren't science. Right. Well, they're not they're not the hard sciences, but you're you yeah, you're the idea. But they're that, not pseudoscience. Right, right, because they're, <laughs> you're, they're not trying to sell you an essential oil or anything. <laughs> or a bucket of slop for that matter. When he said pseudoscience, if Jim if fucking if fucking John Kerry I almost said Jim Kerry, because if if John Kerry had been watching this show and the guy he said, You know what I am peddling pseudoscience. I have this essential oil right here. My chiropractor friend would like to like to give you a coupon. And if you'd like and, to buy a bucket of cheese whiz please forty nine ninety five. i have a click funnel for you like if he was ready for this he would have been like oh pseudoscience no i haven't brought up chemtrails today sir <laughs> have you heard the red light sir have you heard the red light but i highly encourage you to become a patreon but if yeah if he would have like if he, it would have been great if he would have been a listener to this show he'd been like pseudoscience you want to talk about pseudoscience like, I, I got some essential oils in my briefcase <laughs> John Kerry, essential oil salesman, Vietnam veteran, former speaking, presidential candidate and secretary of state. Speaking of pseudoscience or whatever, we got Bill Mitchell. He's Ooh, become a docket regular. He is. He's, he's talking, so fancy. He's talking about the Anon that is Q. That's the Q Anon. Now, I came up with those ideas because basically I'm a very good guesser, you know, and I was looking, using the, the, uh, um, the uh, Sherlock Holmes method that if uh, you remove everything that is impossible, no matter what is left, no matter how improbable, must be true. And that's how I came up with my slow walker theory. It seems to me like Q goes from another approach. Q came up with basically the same idea, but from an insider information standpoint. I didn't have insider information. I just looked at the thing and I said, wait a minute. This whole idea that Sessions is somehow a bad guy, that he's trying to take out uh, Donald Trump after he was the first senator to support Donald Trump, risked everything for that, that he was uh, you know, somehow trying to undermine the guy that gave him this great job. I just couldn't believe that. So once I rejected that, everything else, <clears throat> no matter how improbable, started to make sense. <clears throat> and so that's where right. I see what, I, what I've done is just, you know, I'm postulating using the Sherlock Holmes method to come up with this idea <clears throat> and you guys or Q is more like having actual factual inside information and he's leaking it out to you guys in these breadcrumbs and QAnon is coming together and figuring it out and interpreting it. I tell you what, there are a lot of enemies of Q out there but there's one person I've never heard to say a negative word about Q and who is that? Donald Trump. Oh, there's a lot going on here. He's mm. following a method based on the Sherlock Holmes method. It's called the retarded Sherlock Holmes method. <laughs> How does that work? It's where you take something that you want to believe and you find evidence for it. Oh, excellent. That's sort of like... It's like backward science. Yeah. yeah. Typical. Is that a pseudoscience? That might, in fact, be a pseudoscience. <laughs> that would definitely be a pseudoscience. <laughs> it is definitely the uh, the tactic of almost every Republican member of Congress. I you know, speaking say. of which, that guy was just confused. He thought he had Bill Mitchell... And not John Kerry there. 
He thought it was a hearing on <laughs> QAnon. He was like just all discombobulated right? from, from I don't know, all the fucking essential oils he was fucking sniffing or whatever. Know your audience, bro. Know your audience. Know your role. Know your audience. I don't know. Bill Mitchell's probably eventually going to get himself fired from this show, but not because he's going to say anything like horribly racist. He's just we're just eventually going to get bored with Bill Mitchell around here. I think. It's well, he's of, he's just such a regular already. I mean, what it's you can either you know, uh, light you know, flame on like fire for a few minutes and then burn out, or you can have that slow, steady like like Tucker. Right? Tucker never quite goes far enough for us to just completely disavow him. Oh no, but, he's per- he's fucking fired right now. So is, is that, he fired right now? So is that fucking Kevin Swanson motherfucker? We oh, fired- I lied. Sorry. Uh, wait, you know, but you know what I'm saying, though. You and the media wench fired Kevin Swanson two weeks ago, huh? We sure fucking did. Yeah, but you like, know right what I'm after saying, the though. clip, you both were like fired. We're like done, out. But you, you get my snowdrift, though. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it took us a long time to fire Tucker Carlson. But to be fair, it took him a little took him a little while to, to like he was just kind of ironically sort of sort of almost unassumingly racist with that cute little bow tie and whatever. And then like, he, and he was like, on MSNBC for a while. So he was like, well, no, I'm talking like his evolution on this show. Like it took oh, yeah. him a while for us to like decide that he was like an unpunched Nazi. And then we banned him. And there was that weird saga with like the people that showed up at his house. Do you remember that? Yeah. There were protesters outside of his house chanting. Yeah. There, there were like 12 go. protesters. And he said that he said something bad. Like chasing mob. down his wife and kids and beating him with, yeah, he had said something bad Liberal about dildos. He said something bad about brown people, I think, and then they. they I, am, kept, I for one, am shocked that and, that's how that played out. And the people came to his house and said that is not cool. Um, and he said, "Yes, it is." And Fox said, "Sure, we agree with Tucker." So he's still on the air, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's. I tweet at him um, once in a while. There you go. You should screenshot uh, those tweets and send them to me so that I can put them on our uh, on our Facebook page, which now has massive, 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 massive engagement. He said recently... How uh, massive? He said recently that uh, anyone who disagreed with him, he'd be glad to have them on his show to explain why they disagreed. And I tweeted at him and said, I disagree with you. When can I come on your show? Like, what's the next steps here? Do I need to email As you yourself? at a specific address? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they. No, just, it wasn't as myself. But oh, uh, I think they just say that, right? It's the same thing as um, Jordan Peterson's. Like oh, the leftists won't debate me, and then I can. Here's a list of leftists who I know will debate um, Jordan Peterson. Everyone in this room, mm-hmm. everyone who's active in our Discord, Sam Cedar, David Packman, Jenk Uger from the Young Turks. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, Ben Burgess of Zero Books would probably debate him. Um, Bill Maher 10 years ago was a liberal and would debate him, but now Bill, Bill Maher has had him on his show and just kind of sucked his weird dick, which I heard is like kind of a squiggly, like a, like a, like a, <laughs> like a pig dick, like a, like, oh, like a pig tail, like on the pig dicks are like pigtails. Oh, is that what they're showing on? The, oh, the kids, the children, think of the children. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one who says that people won't debate him is fucking, uh, Dave Rubin. And I don't think Dave Rubin even knows what a debate is. He's like, oh, I'd like to have a debate, but I almost put, uh, so Dave Rubin was at event. I'm trying to kill time. We only have two stories left and we've got a uh, fucking 17 minutes to red light. Dave Rubin was at an event this week. Maybe we can get the, uh, the video for it for red light where the only question that anybody cared about that anybody asked was somebody was like, Hey Dave, you know, this question's for Dave Rubin. Cause he was on stage with a bunch of other fuckwits. I don't know the your rogues gallery, maybe Stefan Molyneux or Steven Pinker or fucking, you know, maybe Sam Harris was there. Who knows who was there? Right. And they said, he said, you know, the question, like, when are you going to debate Sam Cedar? And he's like, Oh, I'm not going to debate them. And I was like, Oh, well that's, that's a good answer. Well, it all depends on how you define debate, right? Uh, the Democrats are talking about this great debate that they're going to have with 15 fucking people. It's like, that's not a debate. That is a com- that may be, Maybe a sound, conversation. Soundbite sound sound competition. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a conversation to see who, you know who can that sound fav- the best in thirty seconds or less. The soundbite competition favors Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. I think. I hope it, it favors her. Uh, I think she, I think it'll act. Yeah, I agree, especially with her. I think I think she'll break out during the quote debates. Right. I, that's not a debate. The thing is, I think that um, it favors. It's not going to favor Pete Buttigieg because he's like his thing is. Uh, first of all, he like tax more to this towards the center just because of like where he's from and how he's had to govern. But um, also, he's not really soundbitey. I think it's not going to favor Kamala Harris. Um, and I mean, I'm okay with that. Like, she's not my favorite. Uh, I I ain't mad at her. 
just out of other people running. Um, you know who has the opportunity to say something stupid very quickly, though, is Tulsi Gabbard if she makes it into the debate? Yes. Or Joe Biden. Uh, I don't think Joe Biden's going to run. Really? I don't think, I don't think he's going to run. He hasn't made any motions in a while, right? Other than, you know, caressing women's necks. <laughs> All right, we're going to let the doc. This is why I like this is why I like this show. I have a good panel. I'm like, hey, guys, we need to kill a couple minutes. And you're like, we got this. Well, speaking of Mayor Pete. <laughs> yeah, we can go with the. Oh, it's fucking Brian Fisher, too. This is Brian Fisher on Mayor Pete. He's going to say exactly what you think he's going to say because he's Brian Fisher. Question is, what do you do with a guy like uh, Pete Buttigieg? And so uh, I'm saying that sexual conduct is part of the issue. In other words, the Democrats, my, my partial response to Democrats who make an issue out of Trump's sexual behavior is, you know, is my first response. What makes you think I've ever approved of his sexual behavior? I've never approved of Donald Trump's sexual behavior outside marriage i've never uh, i've never endorsed it i've never embraced it i've never justified it i've never excused it so i don't support promote donald trump's sexual behavior any more than you do but realize what you're doing by making a candidate or a public official's private sexual life an issue then you are telling us that we are justified in making it an issue with Pete Buttigieg. If you do not want us to make his sexual behavior an issue, then you better stop talking about Donald Trump and what he did 12, 13 years ago and then the years before that. Just cut it out. You keep talking about Pete, you keep talking about Donald Trump and the and his sexual peccadillos, then you are giving us permission to talk about Pete Buttigieg and his uh, sexual discretions. If Pete Buttigieg had come out and said oh you just grab them by the dick when you're a star they let you do it i would have no problem with them being like hey that is a problem we need to like get that out of politics but no he's just gay right that's all that's but brian fisher you don't understand i mean you do understand you know what brian fisher is right he's the family research council so uh, so when you hear these groups, right, especially if we're talking about them, when I say family research council, you just replace the word family with hate and you yeah. got exactly what it is. Uh, focus on the family, focus on the hate. Look, if you want to talk about how the president is a rapist, then I get to talk about how your friend there is a gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking exactly, that's exactly what he said. The problem is, is that Pete, Pete, in fact, I have, okay, I'm. I liked Mayor Pete, and I'm starting to like him a little less just because he's too perfect. And I'm like, I'm not with that. Like, <laughs> like at least Bernie Sanders has weird hair, and people, people, people like kind of hate him and shit. Like, like some people kind of hate him. Like all the Hillary people from 2016, hella hate him, and like anybody who's like the six people who are like really excited for Biden to enter the race, like they hate him. But like Pete Buttigieg, he's too perfect. I feel like I feel like he's too like um. He's like the the Canada guy. What the fuck? Uh, Trudeau. Trudeau. He's like our Trudeau. He's like gay Trudeau. Like he's stylish. He's got like a he's got like a cool normal boyfriend that he's been with for a long time. Husband. Husband. Well, whatever. I mean, like we're gay. Like I said, we talk about these things a little bit differently. But this guy's like totally wholesome. He's yeah. got like a very he's in a very long term relationship with somebody totally normal whose Twitter is really funny. And then they went after Mike Pence, and I'm like, oh, you go, girl. But the thing is, I think. <laughs> But they went after Mike Pence because I don't think they think they can win. So they're going to, as their profile gets bigger, I, I would not be stunned to find out that they own, that this guy only ran because he thought he could take out Mike Pence. It's just, just like politically. Do you know what I'm saying? Like to discredit and and ruin Mike Pence. They might, they might know that Mike Pence is a mo. Even more. Like, yeah, yeah. And if he happened to win the presidency and then he was like, I was just trying to take down Mike Pence's weird ass. It would I don't be know funny if he up. tried to do, it would be even better if he was actually just actually, if he was doing this to troll, to Mike. troll Pence like no. the entire time and then ends up becoming president as a troll. They chose, they chose to get into it with Mike Pence. Him and his, his husband chose to get into it with Mike Pence. So I think it was a good thing for their image to do that. Oh yeah. No, but what I'm saying is if they don't even win, if they, when they got into it with Mike Pence, if he wasn't just like the mayor of some little place, but now he's a presidential candidate with some buzz around him. And then he gets into it with Mike Pence. Maybe the damage that he can do to Mike Pence in Indiana, where Mike Pence is from is good enough because it's, it's good for the democratic party. 
if this guy kind of if some gay dude hella faces Mike Pence on like the regular and it's just the dude's husband who's running it's not even the guy running for office it's just the dude's husband who is like oh I'm gonna drop a bomb on Mike Pence today again because that was fun last time (laughs) like there's value in that like and like in the larger kind of body politic right there's like if this guy is just facing Mike Pence at every possible especially if it's the dude's boyfriend because there's just so many layers and so many weird like Mike Pence's butthole clinching kind of things happening there. <laughs> and I think Mike Pence is totally lighting the loafers. So uh, I don't a- think he is. I think he thinks that everyone has gay thoughts and with God, you can get past them. You know, I think Mike Pence is totally gay. That's why he doesn't want to have a lunch alone with a woman. Do you get what I mean, though, about the... Yeah, of course, everybody has those thoughts. No, Everybody's thought about it. I, everybody's sort of at least intellectually pondered it, I'm Didn't sure. Didn't we talk a while ago about some preacher who was like, oh, you know, everybody's got these thoughts. Everybody just wants to suck a dick once in a while. It's like, but well, bitch, why didn't <laughs> you just do it? it with sounds- God behind you, you can get past those feelings that we all have. It's like, your it's life like no, just, dude, you're just, just gay. Just suck a dick. Your life would be so much better. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have to be doing all this right now. Like, even if you just do it once. I would like this episode to be called Just Suck a Dick. God is behind you. I could be like... No, God's in front of you. <laughs> Suck his dick. <laughs> in a field of uh, 19 whatever candidates we have right now, uh, I have to say that Mayor Pete and his team are doing exactly what you need to be doing to stand out, to be noticed, to uh, break through. The man is third in some polls right now. And yeah, there, it, you, don't, you don't just get there... You don't get there uh, without really thinking about what you're saying and what you're doing. And he's not, he's it, taking out Mike Pence would be a great side hustle, but that's uh, not why he's doing it. He's running. Are you he's sure? running for president of the United are, States. I hundred percent. He's running for president of the United States. He is not run. We can, th- <laughs> that's, that's, that's almost too conspiracy theory. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not, show, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying that. It's, I don't agree. I don't think that the, the two are even mutually exclusive. I'm just saying that. Well, they're not. I'm just saying that that's not his motivation. That never was his motivation. He's using Mike Pence because it's a great talking point and it's a great way to get. He's been on all the. He's been on. He said one thing, brought Mike Pence into the conversation, and suddenly he's on all the the talking heads and all the different We're shows. We're even on talking Sunday. about the fucking so, election, and so he knows that's hit a, hits a, hit a nerve. So he'll keep doing it, right? But he's got that's because he has good communications people who know how to. Expand his expand national his, profile. Expand his so, profile, especially for a centrist Midwestern mayor. I mean, that that is what he is. But you know what? Half of the party really is centrist when it well, comes down to it. So he's he might be in a lane that's the biggest lane of all when it comes down to it. As the gay candidate, I love this. Uh, I don't even believe in centrism. That doesn't really mean anything. There's like no centrist policy on. Of like course a lot not. Of but they, but we need a word. But, we need a word for it. So we need we well, use words. So we need well, to use some sort of word. I just it. like that fucking somebody decided once he had like engaged Mike Pence that it was a good idea for his fucking boyfriend to just go slam dunk on Mike Pence oh. too. I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> I would let I would let his husband go nuts. Like he's. I'm sorry, I keep calling that guy his boyfriend, but that's just like chasing he's 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 got great game like I'd, I'd, I'd let him go nuts he's the he's the attack dog and he's mayor hot. Pete can be good cop right? he's hot that's why he, he can is. get away he knows they're like you're I, hot you can get away with I, a lot because I, you're hot i did find it interesting today at the kickoff uh when they had the opportunity to go to for, go for the smooch mm-hmm. they went to the cheek not the lips i did want to point that out and it looked a little awkward so i think they uh, need to get that down a little bit they need oh, to go no. for it. if they're going to go for it go for it if you're going to give them the tongue give them the tongue i think you just should blow him like you should be like everybody should blow my husband and vote for him. <laughs> Although I will say this, there's been plenty well, I don't of straight, know about there, that. yeah, plenty of straight couples in politics don't know how to do a fucking unawkward oh. kiss to save their life either. So, I'm or not they gonna, should just not even do it and be like, we're just not even going to do this because everybody does this. Like they should just show, they should just have an ad be like, why we're not kissing on, why we're not kissing on stage and just show just all these yourselves. awkward couples, like. Like every time, like the Ted Cruz tried to ki- just show image after image of Ted Cruz trying to kiss his kids or his wife, and Dude. then like recoiling in horror, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, "Do we really?" That's just the natural human reaction. Yeah, the the Ted Cruz wife. trying to kiss you. Though. But that, no, they should be like, "Hey, we tried it once; it was hell awkward. We're never going to do it again." And here's why. And like, it's just Ted Cruz <laughs> and the bushes, and just like like presidential couple kisses that just like didn't go right or whatever. You go, we're not going to do this until we win. After we win, we'll do this because you can't not vote for us then because we're we kiss weird 
I, I will say this. <laughs> the good wife and I have not really, are kind of awkward with the whole public displays of affection too, so we can sympathize. And private displays of affection and as that, well. Well, that too, but that's only I mean, because that's, I don't shave. They could just slap each other on the ass. All right, so we have five anywhere. minutes. To, we have five minutes anywhere. to red light. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for uh, thanks for filling out a bunch of time. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't shave anywhere. That's so we have enough. unless I'm asked. They're fighting. Rick Wiles. Aww. Rick Wiles is probably not even that far to Ben Shapiro's right, but Rick Wiles doesn't like Jewish people, and Ben Shapiro has made um made it a point to make sure that everybody knows that Ben Shapiro is Jewish. So here here you go. I uh, five I, minutes to red light. Now ben Shapiro is one of many antichrist in the world today. John also wrote in 1 John chapter 2, verse 22, who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. So according to the New Testament Bible, Ben Shapiro is a liar because he denies that Jesus is the Christ. Okay, you're right for the wrong reason. <laughs> Rick Wiles is right for the wrong reason. Ben Shapiro does, in fact, lie quite regularly, or he'll, like, juice stats. Like, he may speak very quickly, but he does lie. But it has nothing to do with him worshiping the wrong or false god. Yeah, uh, don't worry, though. The, the, the video is not up yet. We have one more clip of this uh, Ben Shapiro. I think this is the one where it becomes anti-Semitic. Mr. Shapiro is an antichrist because he denies the father and the son. Ben Shapiro is merely doing what many Jewish people have done for over 2,000 years. They lie about Jesus Christ and his resurrection. Rich Jews have paid people to lie about the resurrection ever since the morning Jesus came out of the tomb in his resurrected body. Ben Shapiro must put down the Talmud and put down the books written by Maimonides, his Kabbalah rabbi. The rabbis lied to Ben Shapiro and every other Jew by telling them that Jesus Christ is not the Messiah, the King of the Jews, the Savior of the world. My hope and prayer for Ben Shapiro and all Jews worldwide oh is that they will see Jesus, that they will believe on his name, that they will be saved, baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit and spend eternity in New Jerusalem with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. I mean, how can you deny that? I think that's the most rational takedown of Ben Shapiro I've ever heard. Okay, he was, he, he only, the only thing he said that was correct was that Ben Shapiro lies. But he's like saying that he's lying about Jesus and he doesn't want people to see the truth about fucking Jesus or something. Ben Shapiro says all kinds of shit that isn't true or like distorts statistics. But this guy's a bigot. And I think he should stop saying that kind of weird shit about Ben Shapiro and his religion because he's an asshole. This is like people arguing whether Voldemort actually died. Or Wait. actually was gay. Or was that the gay did, one? Did Voldemort not die? No, none of this is real, is what... Yeah, what I'm saying is arguing <laughs> over... <laughs> none of it's real, so it doesn't fucking matter. Wait, what? Arguing over which fake book and which sequel to which fake book is true <laughs> yes. is so stupid. I'm so confused. My my entire worldview is blown. So everybody, thanks for listening to the Hagrid. podcast version of this show. Um, I don't know, we're going to play a song called Birthday. I Dumbledore? You don't... You don't know how to look them up. But there's a bunch of slashes between all the letters. Uh, if you'd like to get the part of the okay, so if you're listening to the podcast version of the show and you're, then the show's over. But if you would not like it to be over, you can go to Patreon.com/EchoPlex, and if you join at the five dollar level, you get the whole recording of all of our shows, including Red Light, which is uh, what's about to start. This is Star Tropics by Birthday, and when we come back, it'll be Red Light.
Thank you.